0: So i'm so happy to have as my guest today someone who connected with me on such a deep level spiritual level heart level however many levels you want to say in the circle known as bryant but now known as ecar thank you for coming ecar you're amazing you know how you know how i feel about you
1: dude totally brother and i got you always no matter what we've actually already collaborated on so many things since the circle and i always appreciate your yes and know that you always have my yes.
0: I do. I do. And, and it's so cool. You know, your, your poetry thing that we helped with. I mean, the guy's amazing. I'm following him. I'm already thinking he's such a cool guy. You know, I can't wait to come out to LA and meet him as well.
1: So we so for pride my buddy Brian Wallace. Um, he's a poet for West Hollywood and for pride. He wants to do 500 poems for people that call in and ask and share their story, and then they, they have poets write them poems to help them feel seen and, and um, understood. And I did it today. I, I called in, I got a poem. The poet channeled the woman I'm dating, the partner I'm dating, in the poem. I never even said her name. It was the weirdest thing. Wow. I was yeah. like, so there are some mystical like love stuff over there, so I highly recommend people go check out Brian Wallace and his, his oracle poets.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> Definitely. I, I was there and I know they were having so many. I was on hold. I tried it twice. I'm going to try again uh, because they g-
1: clearly are getting a lot of people. So that's great. But let's talk about the, pride. That, go, go ahead. I was. You're so funny that you asked that. I actually wanted to interview about pride. What does it mean to you? And I know that you've had your personal struggles and you have so much wisdom in this space and it's no better time than now for people that are maybe younger versions of you to have the wisdom that you embody because you've directly experienced the hardships.
0: Yeah, so let's both talk about pride. I'll tell you what it means to me. Um, You know, I came out when I was about 23. But I knew probably from the time I was about 11. Um, and some people don't, you know, some people's sexuality, uh, you know, or identification takes them years. And sometimes it's fluid, it changes. And, and for me, it didn't. But I knew about 11 years old. And I was in a very um, a religious practice in my family that was very... Um, rigid, you know, and didn't accept that lifestyle, condemned that lifestyle, to be honest, I'm calling it a lifestyle. See, I'm even using the language <laughs> of that time. Damn. How funny, um, condemned, you know, homosexuals and and LGBTQ people across the board. And so, you know, there was internal shame that I learned. Um, and, and I struggled with it, I didn't see any, anybody around me that was lgbtq that i knew of and anybody i saw in the media or it they were either considered subversive or hyper comedic the joke of everything you know the butt of every joke or they were um dangerous you know in in television that was the main thing movies the gay person was dangerous so i didn't really have any examples of that so when pride for me pride came later i at 23 i i did come out And then Pride was about a year later. And my eyes were huge. It was like, I felt connected and loved, both straight, gay, however everybody was. We were all holding arms with each other and saying, you know, having fun, throwing beads, being silly. But we were saying, hey, we're not alone. We're in this together. So in a big way, that's what it means to me. And I know that even in 2021, there are kids who, young people that are struggling. In our country, uh, and especially in other countries that are very, you know, there's anti-gay laws everywhere. There's still, trans people are struggling in our own country. So to be present, to be seen, I think that's what Pride's about for me. And joyous.
1: What is it for you? Yeah, so incredible. Um, thank you for sharing that, Lee. That's always awesome to hear your perspective, and also so powerful that you respond to all the messages of people that have questions on this topic. I love that about you. Thank you. Um, so pride to me is, hmm. you know, it's fascinating to me just because it means more than I could probably ever let anybody truly know just because the people that are affected by, uh, uh by, uh, by inequality have actually been my dearest friends and supporters and my confidants and the people that have made me feel at home in my own body. Um, I moved to Los Angeles at age 19 and the first my first friends were all the drag queens you know like I was with Ray Latre and freaking my my and all the designers Marco Marco you know like put me in his fashion shows wearing his thong like walking down the runway you know Um, you know uh, uh, there's just so many key people in my life that really taught me how to be fully myself and that's what I learned at being at LGBTQ plus Friendly bars like the Abbey, which is epic, the amount of love there, and freedom, and sexuality, and sensuality, and expression that is just like pouring out in every experience when you go to those bars is, from my perspective, a higher spiritual concept. You know, it it just is. More love is more love, and they have really um, deeply understood their own acceptance and also um, the collective acceptance. And as you know, there, there's definitely. Other things that go on too, where you're like, this also needs to be healed there. So it's, it, you know, it's always these kind of learning curves. But it was the very first community that fully allowed me to feel like home in, at home in Los Angeles. They like adopted me, you know what I mean? And from there was my own discovery with what it means to be straight and what it means to have friends that could be into me and hit on me. And then is that exciting or like, what is that? How do I like say no to that? You know, is it like, but I want them to love me and I love them so much. And where are they actually coming from? You know, there's just so many things. Um, that came up within that space. I was extremely exciting, and Pride to me, from how I perceive the friends that I know that are in the space, that deserve that time to be celebrated. It's 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 an important time for them to completely be themselves and go against any cultural conditioning or stigma or anything the world tells them that they need to be. Um, for example, I was at the first Pride ever in Tulum, Mexico, the very first pride. And the day before two two men got arrested on the beach for kissing. They got arrested on the beach. So they were taken to the police hall. Everybody in that community stormed the police station, protested them, got them out, took them out of the police station, got them freed. And they, um, they, I don't don't wanna use the word forced, but they demanded an apology from the cops and the next day, they had pride, and the cops that arrested them were the same cops that walked them down the beach to make sure that pride was safe. So Powerful. I don't know how to explain it, man. There's there's just so much there. It's like this, these deep seated um, wounds that when people finally break through, not break break through, it, it heals the collective planet. It's just not also just the individual. So I don't know if that's abstract. That's just my direct experience with this, and I'm awe inspired. I you know I freaking love my, you know, uh, I'm a huge ally. And I, I just always learned so much from the freedom of that.
0: Yeah, and allies are so I mean, they're so important. I mean, I think we have to be allies for any marginalized group, whether you're in it or not. Because, as you said, it raises, it, it, it makes it better for all of us when things get better, when things become more equal, and people are allowed to be authentically themselves and walk freely, and have Opportunities and, and joy, and and their unique light gets to shine bright around us. I mean, I, I think it's amazing. I, I love your perspective. It's amazing.
1: Yeah, so grateful. I'm just so grateful. And I think they added a circle to the flag and they changed some stuff as well. I think, I don't, I believe so. Did you see that?
0: The flag is changing. You know, the flag's been yeah. changing a lot, and I'm cool with it. You know, I'm trying to keep up uh, <laughs> because uh, I think there's a lot of thought going into how that symbol. You know it is a symbol and so um i'm for the positivity that that we can do and and link arms with all kinds of people that we can all help each other you know we can march for um the black lives matter for instance you know the struggles that have been happening over there that have been going on you know i i interviewed delisa's husband uh before this one and he was, what was about, like oh man amazing I mean, his perspective as a black man in in the United States and and his positivity and hope and yet he got real about what it was what it's like living. And so uh, it was it was incredible. He's an incredible person. That's the cool thing about our experience on the circle is the people that were on the circle were have become they're connected to me and you and you know it's just this huge family and energy that flows in and out of me i feel it all every day how about you yeah,
1: yeah definitely i actually just got done doing an interview and i feel like for the rest of my life i'm always going to be just asked questions about the circles. so you know we're like weirdly interconnected and intertwined and i'm always just so excited when someone asks me about you um they asked me so when when river said he uh Bryant thinks with thinks uh, heart on his head what does that mean you know it was like a, they, they quoted you so it, it's cool to see how wow. so much of my life is now shaped around our interactions that we had in a very short amount of time
0: yeah and we had an hour that i wish they would have i wish they would have just done one no episode. one knows <laughs> no one knows know, dude. <laughs> <laughs> they,
1: they real- could never it's probably not it's too real for netflix you no, know it, like
0: it was very real. I mean, it was very strong. I, you know, uh, the connection was like instantaneous in a way, mm-hmm. you know, we'd had, we'd had those chats, which I think connected us, even though I was catfishing, but there was off, authentic things coming out in those chats. But then yeah. when we were together, it was just like, yeah, I, it's like, I had known you my whole life, you know, that's how yeah. it felt for yeah, me.
1: I mean, I mean, same. I was. I, it's so weird. I wasn't even surprised that it was you. I, I, I feel like I knew it was you. Or it was like I felt your soul through the Shakespeare-like poetry that you were writing. Yeah. And then when I saw you, I was like, oh, I you know, you like lost, latched oh. onto you. And then we were like doing breath work. And <laughs> I know. About I know. <laughs> let's talk None about. Let's
0: talk yeah. about this journey in that got you to breath work. Start with how, you know, you mentioned it a little bit on the show. I wish you'd been on there longer, but I think you made such a huge impact. But mm-hmm. the struggles that you had, you, you talked a little bit with Teralisha. Tell us a little bit about that and, and your journey to where you are now as being a healer, somebody who's spiritual, trying to enlighten people.
1: Yeah, thank you so much for asking that. Uh, my mom would say this to me when I was a kid, if one person can do it, another can too. And I really feel like my experience in my life and then how I transformed it was a testament to the tools that I came across and um, my willingness to just transform and heal and just my, I want to use the word relentlessness to put my happiness beyond any material thing or any other person, anything outside myself in general. And I never really talk about this and I don't attach myself to the story of it because everyone has their own problems and that's the fact of life. You really just don't know what minds someone goes home to at night, you can't. So that's why we can't really ever dislike someone unless you truly know their story. Um, that being said, I was, I was, you know, addicted to uppers more than you could ever comprehend, you know, beyond like so much caffeine, like, co- like a gallon of concentrated coffee and like 105 milligrams of Vyvanse, which is absurd you know i was so in, i just wanted I, I thought it was like i was all these like <laughs> my brain waves were firing i was like doing a thousand things i thought i was being productive it was like a state of being that i was getting used to operating in because i thought i needed to uh, perform at this really high level i got addicted to this feeling um that led it to i mean there's so many things that got interconnected that was like one part of it bulimia was another part i had a, a sexual trauma where i got, got molested and that put me down a path of um binge eating badly and then throwing up you know you know eat, uh, and trigger warning everyone don't want to trigger anybody and um, just know that i know what it's like to have a eating disorder and i understand how the depths of hell you can feel like in that situation um where i'd be eating so much puke it up boom and i'm not gonna go too into it but it was one of the darkest times of my life and then steroids you know it was like i was addicted the testosterone was exacerbating all my anger you know i was just like this like ah, imagine you know like all these things kind of going on at once just really trying to stimulate myself because I didn't wanna feel my emotions that were inside and really, uh, I had an existential crisis very early on. And that led me down reading you know, so much philosophy, psychology, um, and eventually leading me to meditating three hours a day. I would sit, sit on a bamboo mat, I got rid of my bed, I just had books everywhere, I'd light like 30 incenses and I would just meditate on a bamboo mat where I would sleep all day. Um, and then go to the work the next day, then come home and meditate, because it took me that long to actually finally get to bed because of all the, like, the, the chaos that was going in my mind, and at that time in my life, I thought I was my thoughts. I thought I was my behaviors. I thought I was the people that I've hurt. I thought I was people's projections of me. I thought that's who I was. I didn't know that there was something that was observing that that was eternal, that was pure love, and after meditating and reading, I came across breathwork one time, one time and I did so many weird esoteric things let me tell you I was drawing like pentagrams in the air doing mudras like you know what I mean like I did a lot of weird stuff to try to figure myself out and I did breath work once 30 minutes on top of a mountain the peace that I always wished myself I finally felt and I was able to actually finally drop into that parasympathetic nervous system and be fully present in my body and feel okay for the very first time in a very long time and then I was like whoa I gotta master this and then I gotta share it with everybody so Um, from then I consistently did the practices. I consistently, I put it as a priority, you know, just a little bit of a little deeper breath every day, a little bit more time for myself. Um, a, a lot, a lot of love expressed to every individual. And I noticed because the quality of how I was feeling shifted, the decisions, shifted the thoughts I was thinking shifted and even every one of your thoughts has the vibration so when you're thinking more positively you're going to speak more positively it's going to create more positively things and your perception of the world is more positive so again we're in this interesting mechanism that is the human experience that completely can be curated when you take full control of your life again and those tools teach you how to do that
0: amazing amazing cool right anybody can do it it's it's amazing (laughs) I mean so that that time on the mountain, that first moment of breath work, and you found that peace, and then you've become a master at this. I know I yeah. don't know if you call yourself a master, but I would call you a master. And you have master you have other people that have taught you and are still in your life, I assume?
1: Um so so funny, the person I learned breathwork from was this amazing, epic, gay yoga instructor that is now a drag queen teaching like a vogue yoga you know what i mean so like he held space in a way that was interesting enough for me to really be willing and curious to learn from him and he was i could have done to any study any other yoga instructor they weren't interesting to me so like the people that are in the space even myself reality dude but does breath work you know people that are maybe interested in reality now might be interested in breath work so all these like new age healers are popping up and being curated by source to be very relevant for the, the kids that are coming up so they can get these tools much earlier, you know, so you see kind of like this really authentic expression coming through for just the greater good of humanity. That makes sense.
0: It makes complete sense. I, it's interesting, I, right? Like, I think uh, here's the thing that I think about any kind of teachings, whatever, uh, okay, why were all the the ancient texts written, because that was the technology was writing, that was a technology that didn't happen, you know, and it kept moving along. Then the printing press, the Gutenberg Bible. Now we have the internet, we have, you know, uh, cable television, all kinds of things. So it's, it, the technology is, is not anything but the vehicle to get the message out. Do you agree with that?
1: Yes, totally. And it, it's interesting now that, you know, there's, the technology has evolved and now we can collectively reach the masses through Netflix and spread more love into the world, you know, if we so choose. And that's why I love you so dearly, because you've took your took in your platform and you have not wasted time, my friend. You have every day <laughs> do something that's better in this planet, you know, and your mission is so big and you're gonna reap the rewards because it's not about the rewards, it's about how you can help and how you can serve.
0: You know, you said something to me, and I don't remember we were on a call or something, but it it really has rung with me so much about this experience for me, which is um it's about the people out there. Well, I'm supposed to I am I am there and I'll use the word servant and, and not in a negative way. I don't mean that as you know, I'm subservient to them, but servitude
1: I, is the sexiest thing ever. It's like you I go. bow to servants, you know.
0: There you go. But but it's not about me and what I'm presenting, it's about them. And what I get, these these messages from kids all around the world, some of them haven't been able, and, and adults too, I'll be honest, but um, haven't been able to come out, are fearful about coming out, or are are navigating, trying to understand who they are sexually or their identity, whether that be in gender or whatever. I mean, that to me is important. Me, getting likes and followers and all Okay, (laughs) you know, whatever. But to me, it's about those connections. When I went into the circle, one of the things I said, and they didn't air it, because I wept, as I always did, I said, we were talking about um, the gay experience, Uh, Courtney and john, the john character had had a, and a chat about being gay and, and the struggle of LGBTQ. And when that chat was over i wept i was i was so moved by it and i thought i said out loud which they didn't do it if i could if i can reach one one lgbtq kid who won't who won't take their life i've done everything i've done everything i've come to do and i've actually had some messages about kids that have said hey i was in a pretty dark place one of them said, I, I didn't want to kill myself, but I didn't really want to live. And so I've been able to, I've done it, you know, and I want to continue <laughs> to do, do that. Not that I'm have anything, I'm any smarter than anybody else. But if my light, my experience is, can help people, then that's what I want to do. And I know that's what you're doing. I know it.
1: And We're in this it. together. I got you. I'm totally with you. Let's, let's end all the suffering in the world.
0: yes. <laughs> And it can happen. Here's the thing. Yeah. People get people say, oh, it's always been the same. No, no. It we can change it. We're changing it. And I'm seeing mm-hmm. the light. I'm I'm I, I believe in these in the power of the individual and the collective and and all the unique voices coming together in this symphony. We're gonna change it. I, I believe we mm. will.
1: I believe mm. it. Beautifully said.
0: Yeah, I believe it. <laughs> See, this is this is part of we're reliving that hour that we had. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: We should call it the hour that happened that never got aired. Yeah, the hour of power. That's
0: what we'll call it, or know. something like that. I don't know. So, you know, reality TV is part of of what you did. You know, you went into the circle. Tell me about how did they? How did you get involved, and how did you feel about the experience?
1: Um, I got you know Raphael right yes yeah I love him oh yeah dear friend he casted uh, for America's Next Top Model when I did that on season 22 and he reached out to me uh, and said oh I have this amazing uh, really big reality show that you would love and be great on would you want to interview and I was like for sure let's do it and then all of a sudden I found myself in Manchester you know in my apartment in complete solitude not even having a phone I was like what is actually (laughs) happening Let's i don't know to... what's going on here i was like oh my god i did one interview that i'm in this airport you know what i mean like what the heck um
0: so you hadn't seen uh, season one you didn't watch season one
1: i did I, I did i i'm actually like i i did my research after okay. so i i didn't know what i didn't i but i you could never know right you, can't. you know that you could yeah. never know yeah there's no there's no tips um and then my overall experience with the with netflix the circle was just you know it was profoundly impactful and i'm still Uh, Even though it was a very tough experience, I'm still uh, um, capitalizing and reaping the rewards of being able to benefit the world, connect with people like you. And, you know, it's a really uh, special thing to have people interested in you for you and being me, having a bigger mission to help, bigger mission to help the person that's interested in me, right? So, I'm not caught up in this is for me and whatever need to gain. It's like, oh, you're interested. You think you want to get to know me because of the circle? Oh, well, here, let me spread some seeds of love. You know, let me empower you to love yourself more. Let me help you with your breathing patterns, you know? Like,
0: yeah. so
1: it's this, it's this cool balance of like getting a lot from the universe, but also giving as much as I possibly can to the universe and just continuing that flow of energy.
0: I love it. I love it. I mean, that's, I, that's what yeah. you do. That's what you do. Whatever, whatever, whatever you... Let's go whatever you're given, take it in. Good, bad, whatever. And I'm using good and bad terms. All things are can be good. And then just putting mm-hmm. it back out and, and, and with love. I mean, yeah, that's great. OK, I got a question for you. So you I don't know if you know. I think I told you at the finale, the hashtag triplet in your in your thing. <laughs> I thought it was a but, term. I didn't think, I, I, I was thinking, <laughs> I'm I thought, glad I didn't air that either. I know, Cause I thought what's hashtag triplet. I had no idea what it meant. I, and it's you're a triplet. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Tell, tell me about being a triplet and, 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 uh, um, your, your brothers and all that.
1: You got to meet them. James, one of my triplet brother, James is in Texas. You, you guys oh. would get connected so deeply. Yeah. So it's, I actually, I love, I love talking about them. There, there's nothing that can compare to spending 280 days in the womb of a five foot two Italian wo- woman, like breathing the same, like oxygenated fluid, you know, um, and connecting and in, in, in just being in that space, and then being birthed into a reality where you're dressed the same till you're like 12 years old and wearing the same sailor outfits and dragon outfits and whatnot until you finally break down and say, "Yo, I need to be different. Dress me in something different, please." <laughs> um, How do I put it? I love them so much. Um, Anything they ask already is and their pain is felt collectively. All pain is felt collectively. Like um, I say, they're they're both so extremely beautiful and handsome. Um, Richard is a firefighter in the Air Force and he's doing wonderful, he's so simple, and he's, he just loves to dance. It doesn't matter if there is nobody on the dance floor, I've seen this guy dance for six hours by himself in an empty bar. I'm like, yes. what? how do you even do that? Like, like, I was tired after 10 minutes, he was just dancing, having the best time <laughs> by himself in an empty bar. I was like, you're, this is, you're, you're a different breed of animal. And then James, I always call him the tortured artist because psychologically he's incredibly intelligent and has the right answer to everything. He just makes less productive decisions. And it's so interesting to see him and what he's creating for himself. And I feel a lot of his pain and I, I, I've meditated with him and we just bust into tears and we so emotionally charged. And it's cool to feel out them bring out the best in me and the worst in me. And it's, it's there's no other experience like it. I, I, could, I tell people like, I don't know anything different and you can never fully understand what it's like to be a triplet um so thank what, you for what, asking
0: what order i mean what order minutes first.
1: you're the, i i at, was gonna say i would have guessed that. i would have guessed yeah, that. Guessed yeah. That. yeah. oh it's, this is the story this is the story it was a okay. c-section they cut us open and they pulled me out first because i guess i was suffocating because james's face was james's butt was in my face so they took me out because i guess his butt was in my face i was like ah and then they <laughs> took me out first <laughs> that's great. That's awesome.
0: That's why I'm oldest, because you are trying yeah, to suffocate me.
1: <laughs> yeah, just coming in your butt.
0: <laughs> that's that's awesome. That's awesome. So um tell me about things that you're doing. You know, you got Modern Nirvana. What what all is going on?
1: Yeah. Man, dude, thank you for such a safe space. It's so cool to just open up and talk about these things. Um Modern Nirvana is a, a company I, I started about a year and a half ago with co-founders Kat Graham and Frank Elleridi, which are two of my dearest friends. Um, It originally started off as like a small conference that still had like 500 people at the Art of Living Foundation in downtown Los Angeles. And now we're moving it to Austin, Texas, August 14th this year. And it'll be like one of the first events that um, people will be gathering in person. You can also get tickets online too if you can't make it to Austin. This year we're going to be honoring Deepak Chopra with the Consciousness Award, and we have people like David Asprey, um, who's like the father of biohacking, and um, Lee's going to be there. I'm giving him like hundred free tickets for him and whoever he wants to bring. If you, if you ask Lee, we'll get you a ticket. I'll get you. Um, okay. Whatever you need. Deepak Chopra. Um,
0: I mean, these people are giants. So yes, of course, I'll be there. And you, you're a giant in my mind. So let's go.
1: I'll, I'll be doing breath work and I'll be I'll be starting off the day. So I'll do a breath work and, and meditation and then it's gonna go into Kat's like, fitness dance activity and then into Frank's emotional healing and then into Deepak's speech. You know, there's a lot of cool stuff going on there. Awesome, awesome.
0: What else? What can else? Ask you some qu- Tell us Can I ask you some stuff. questions? Of course. We should get get to an
1: elite. Yeah. We should get to an elite.
0: Okay, go okay. ahead. It's a, t- turn it around. I love that.
1: No, well, I would have actually asked you to interview separately on your own YouTube channel, but I guess this works. (laughs) Love it. That's how how you and I roll. We're okay with that. So I give you a magic wand. Okay, here it is. And I pass it over to you and you receive it in the screen. It's my gift to you because I love you so much. And you can create anything with it. There's two things you're going to be creating. The first thing you're going to create it for yourself and it needs to be an experience. What is it?
0: First thing is an experience, you know, because I've had so many wonderful experiences. It's hard, you know. I do have dreams and things. Um, I'll tell you what uh, the experience I would like to do. I would like to do a, a show. I would like to be the because I've pitched shows to Netflix, HBO, and everything. Nobody's ever picked it up. I would like to create a show that actually gets produced and aired.
1: Okay, so we still got your magic wand. All right, how does it feel? That experience is already it already exists. So I'm so stoked to be on set and bask in the wonder that is your writing and then also laugh at your cute little cameos. And so you have you have this one and now you get to create something ready for the We're world. Ready. For the world, the whole world. Oh.
0: Uh-huh. If I can create anything, it would be it would be a true connection that we everybody realizes how connected we are. Because I think that brings peace and love. If everybody is aware of the connection, you can't hurt yourself. You can't hurt your yeah. brothers and sisters. You have to love them. You, it, you, because if you hurt them, you're hurting yourself. That's what I would say. That everybody at that highest level feel realizes, experiences, internalizes, and in everything that connection. Mm. That's what I would Could do. You imagine. Could i i and and we're doing we're gonna do it we're going to do yeah, it. yeah you're right i I'm, agree i'm, I'm uh, not so deep i don't want to be i don't i just because the past had a different kind of experience i have seen it change from when i was a gay kid to where it is now in the us it's not perfect but it's changing and i know we can continue the change in all sorts of ways and and we'll reach that we'll reach that mountaintop where you did that breath work you'll you'll reach it yeah Whoa. i'm seeing it i believe it and it's here now like you just said it's here right here now
1: now. yeah and you're embodying it and you've experienced it so you know it can be for everybody i love that oh my gosh i'm so glad we gave you the wand let's everyone give a clap for me i
0: i adore you this is this. Is, they're they're kind of getting a little. In the
1: Netflix didn't air it. We'll
0: just air it ourselves. This is our. What I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. We need to do it.
1: Cut this into I, IG videos so I can post it too.
0: Okay. I I will I will do whatever you want. You know. Um. You always have a yes from me.
1: <laughs> I know yeah. saying. You got a yes from me too. It's Gonna be like, hey. Um. So. Uh. I'm like, yes. Um. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Another yeah. question. Another question. I got a okay. couple more. So. Okay what is there? Is there something that you're still internally working on? And if so, what is that?
0: Um, fear, uh, you know, fear and doubt. Those are, uh, those are things I always work on, you know, just like even with the magic wand, I'll go back to that and and wanting to pitch that to Netflix and seeing it as a reality and believing it. There's always it, it's funny, because I told Steven, I talked about Steven about this, that um, the circle, was one of those things I had a little cloud. I, I, I call it my little cloud, you know, that falls, and mm-hmm. that's my fear and doubt. And I know, and it sometimes it's huge, and sometimes it's small. Um, but with the circle, it was very small, which I was like, oh wow. So I know, as I blow that f- false narrative away, mm-hmm. power comes, power rises. Mm-hmm. Up, you know, so mm-hmm. um, yeah, fear and
1: doubt. Want to play it? One play one more game that's yeah, great, yeah. so, um, so let's say there's Lee ten years from now, and there's Ecar ten years from now, and we've experienced so much life together, and all of our dreams that we want manifested happen, and we got closer together because of it and there's, the, there's these they're like these epic divine beings of light, the world is great, boom, what are the qualities of Lee and Ekar ten years from now, and then we're going to play a game after too <laughs> i I
0: love i love you so much (laughs) um the qualities i think our connection is is the same and deeper does that make sense it's Mm. and and just because of all the more experiences that we've the shared experiences that we will have had or have had since we're talking we're time traveling to the Mm -hmm. future um so we have so many more shared experiences we've seen so much growth and positivity in ourselves and outside the world, in the world, people around us, uh, the world is brighter and shinier. So that I see. Um, what else? I don't know. I'm pretty happy right now. I, I You know, it's funny. Uh, I would say, you know, I went through, I've gone through exper- very dark times, you know, everybody has, like you said, well, whatever. And like you said, I don't, I, those were, those were another time and those were for a reason and I let them go. But even through those periods, it gets me to where I'm at. It's the joy that's, it's connecting, you know, golly, you are, a, I would do anything for you. You know that. And, uh, oh, no. and so oh, no. it's like, I want, I want that. I want to feel that I want to, f- and I am feeling it and I'm going to continue to feel it. So. I don't know, does that answer your question? I kind of rambled around that one, but.
1: Yeah, it does, you know, my original intention was to just like us imagine 10 years from now ourselves um, embodying kind of all these really profound qualities of wisdom and compassion and love and really being able to be in a world that is uh, heaven on earth, whatever that means, you know, but just like a loving world. And then allow that version of ourselves to send us energy to this present moment so we can feel it and embody it and, and become it now because there is no then and before, there is just this moment. Right. And um, just allow it to like fill our cups overflow because I mean, dude, you're such a gift. You're such a gift to this world. You, you too, on. I mean. And, 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 and this and, weird little relationship, like we're a gift, like this
0: is a good relationship.
1: I, I love know, it, it's my favorite.
0: I know, I I'm know. so glad you got my back, man. I have, I have. <laughs> You know, it, we'll just talk about, I'll, I'll go, okay, I'm, I'm diving out of the divine and into the game, the circle. It's like you said, make sure you you take care of Courtney and Chloe. I mean, I took that in. I was like, yes. I mean, it was like, that's a fact. And uh, guess what? It got me to the finale. I mean, yeah. that's, I mean, I know that it's a game, blah, blah, blah. But I'm just saying there was there was something about that wisdom that you fed to me. And it, it got me all the way to the finale. So, I mean, I, I think when you hear it, when you know it, and you feel that connection, that kinship, grab onto it. And the little doubt and fear, it's in 10 years, maybe that will be gone. Maybe I won't yeah. have that. Even the little tiny bit that's left,
1: yeah. it's gone. I love it's- that. I, I'm, I'm in the same page, page as you. I think my little doubt and fear will be gone too. And um, yet yeah, I'll still be so excited and grateful to be alive every day. Yes. You know, but I still, I do, I do, I have that too, too. And I know that it makes us relatable to everyone as well. And um, who's to say that's even ours, you know? I,
0: I think it's, um, I think, I think we're taught that, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I think when you're born into this world, you don't really have that, but you're, this society teaches you, hey, don't go that far. What do you mean? You know, it's, it's like, they want to put, Get everybody to conform, you know, heteronormative. Uh, don't, you know, yeah, stay in your station or whatever it is. It's those are the little programming that we're all given. So I'm getting rid of that. It's it's not mine. It's not my programming. Mm-hmm. It's somebody else put it in. I'm gonna get it out. I'm gonna let the light shine. I'm gonna feel. I'm gonna dance same. like your brother for six hours by myself <laughs> in an empty bar. Yeah,
1: that's what I'm saying. Let's do it. I'm with you. Come like, on, for no go. reason, just for no reason, yeah. for joy. The world is the music. He's the dancer. He's just in it. Yes,
0: and and any any anything that comes at me, I'm going to respond with tranquility and gentleness and peace.
1: hmm hmm Very wise. Yeah. Very wise. <laughs> and that's what I think. That's what I think. It's like even decision makers in the world, they need to learn how to respond from that space. Not this like controlling judgment. I we'll have to force this into existence. No, it's like breathe. More voices at the table. More diversity. More oneness. Right. Listen deeply. Listen. Right. If you're talking most of the time, you're actually not probably doing something correctly. You know.
0: And, <laughs> you know? and one of the things for me that's changed in my life, I was a, and and I think the, the incarnation you were when you were talking about bulimia and all those things. That is a st- and and whatever that I've been in that state. It's that I'm striving, I'm striving so hard, I have to force things to be in certain places so that I'm getting elevated. That's that again, that fear and doubt. I'm not worthy, I got to get to a level where I am, where people look at me and think I'm important. No, I think kind of riding the wave. <laughs> Mm -hmm. and letting things and when when something kind of you know you meet some people and they start going there's a little chaos here and it pushes you another direction go and you were wanting to go that direction no i'm supposed to go that direction the other direction Mm kind of just Mm -hmm. go with it i don't know go with the flow it sounds very hippy dippy but go with the flow it won't it won't lead you wrong
1: yeah the universe is here to love you unconditionally yeah let us together
0: let us together (laughs) And and we were meant to be. We were meant to have this uh, undying friendship. This friendship forever. So there you go.
1: Uh, uh, wow. Love you so much. How do we? How, <laughs> where, Every where, time we just get in. No,
0: it's so weird. <laughs> it's a good weird. Weird is a bad yeah. word, isn't it? Weird is a bad word. Uh, but I want to be weird. I don't want to be normal. So maybe it is. Yeah, same. Uh, so I, I love I love being authentically weird.
1: There you mm-hmm. go. Mhm. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's all that's left at this point. Don't be fake weird.
0: Don't be fake weird. <laughs> Don't be fake weird. <laughs> yeah. be right. authentically weird, and you'll, you'll, you will thrive. So, oh if God. there
1: was um, one piece of advice uh, for the viewers, um, what would that be? What can they take with them?
0: For me, the very first start is loving yourself. That's the first start is to love, you know, I, I, I think on any journey and you've got to, and, and there may be many steps to get to that, but you got to love yourself. And that's my big piece because we're love all, uh, so many people are living other people's expectations, <laughs> you know, yeah. no, love yourself and be yourself. hmm and the journey is going to be amazing.
1: It's going to be amazing. And You're then, have so much fun.
0: Hashtag JFTF, just for the fun. Just for <laughs> you, fun. You got to do something each and every day that's not about serious. Just do something for fun. If it's just having a bubble bath or eating dessert before dinner or whatever,
1: do something a just for a deep breath. Taking a deep yeah. breath. Yeah. Come on, breathe for fun.
0: Breathe, breathe for. <sighs>
1: ah oh, gotcha. nice good breath Lee. good breath. Good. man um, all right so thank you everyone for tuning into lee's youtube show and having a car on <laughs> <laughs> i'm going to come back and interview you though because i have more questions okay
0: i i let's do it let's do it thank you so much for being here yeah you, you know it's you're in my heart you're in there forever
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, with me. Okay, you with me too, my friend. And the medicine that you carry and how you help the world is is truly inspiring. Thanks.